And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford. I cannot believe I've been so stupid. What's going on, Chantal? Why has Alistair been arrested? <gasps> Did he hurt you? <laughs> he did hurt me, Fiona, but it's not what you think. He was arrested for bigamy. Bigamy? You mean he was already married? That's right. Uh, so technically you're not married to him? That's right, Sharon. Our marriage doesn't exist. It's a complete sham. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Not as sorry as me. Stupid show-off Chantelle wastes her money on a big wedding that turns out to be fake. Everyone's going to laugh at me. No, no, they're not. They're just going to be glad you've got shot off that posh git. Sharon's right. Your real friends won't think you're stupid, Chantelle. <laughs> That's sweet, Alison. But they'll remember what happened with Dave and say that this is just the latest disaster from Chantel. What do you mean? After Dave died, there was no money and I had to sell the house. Plenty of people in Huntsford thought I got what I deserved. <laughs> they were so smug. Those people don't matter. Not when you've got friends like us. He's right. I thought you were really strong when Dave got killed. You were new to Huntsford and had no one to help, yet you managed to pay the debts, get a job and stand on your own two feet. Yeah, and look at you now, owner of a posh beauty salon. You're very kind, but I still don't think I can ever show my face around Huntsford again. You see, Bigham is only part of it. Alistair's done a lot worse than that. Oh, don't think about that now. You'll feel better after a good night's sleep. Look, why don't I stay over so you're not on your own? Oh, that's very kind. Thanks, Alison. You're listening to Radio Huntsford. Another trailer finished. Are we nearly done, Heather? We've just got to the Valentine's Day trailer, Adam. I want you to be ultra-romantic. Any ideas? Huh. I'm afraid romance has never been my strong suit. I'm just the boring old numbers guy. Not true. You're brilliant with numbers, but you're also romantic and you're never boring. My ex-wife Sandra would disagree. She said I was boring. Meanwhile, Nick enjoyed bullying me and making me feel stupid. But they're both in our past. We can't keep looking back. You're right. We were young and naive when we got married. But this time round, we have enough sense to know what we need. We're lucky to have found each other. I'm lucky at least. Uh, shut me up if I ever mention Sandra again. Will do. Anyway, do you know why I want Valentine's to be really romantic? Why? Because for the first time in years I feel totally happy in myself. I love the life I have with you and I want to celebrate that. Me too. I'd love to take you out for a special meal, but I hate restaurants on Valentine's Day. They're overpriced, the food's mediocre, and they're full of couples pretending to be in love. I agree. But aren't we lucky? We don't have to pretend. Well, thank you, darling. Yes, I feel the same way. Look, why don't I cook you a special dinner? That sounds perfect. 
Can I do it at yours? Your kitchen's way bigger, so it'll be easier. Of course you can. I'll bring the champagne. Good evening, gentlemen. What can I get you? Oh, pints all round, Trevor. Unless anyone fancies champagne. You're all right, Bob. Beer's fine. Same for me. I'm like Harry. I'd rather celebrate with a beer any day. Oh, so, so I take it you've heard the good news, Dan? You mean about Alistair getting arrested? We certainly have. Couldn't happen to a nicer bloke. I second that, Harry. Alistair's got what he deserved. We all thought he was a wrong one. But it was Doreen who tossed him out. Oh, she did a grand job. She doesn't think so. She's got in that she didn't get back in time to stop the wedding. Aye, but she got him arrested. That's the main thing. She shouldn't beat herself up. We've got to grab that table, Bob. Go and go on, then. I'll bring the drinks over. Oh, that's good. I can relax and enjoy a beer now. I know Laura and the kids are safe. And we don't have to think of a plan B of getting rid of Alistair. What would we have done if he hadn't been arrested? Beats me. Me too. So I propose a toast to Doreen, who saved us from the hassle of plan B. Enjoy, Doreen. Hello, Heather. What can I do for you? I'd like a scented candle for Valentine's Day, Mo, and a tarot reading. I'm not sure really I believe in tarot, to be honest, but I'm curious about my future. Don't worry, the cards won't be offended. They'll give you a reading anyway. Remember though, tarot's like a weather forecast, not to be taken too literally. Let's see, what have we here? You mean that woman with a cup in her hand, wearing a crown? That's you, Heather, the Queen of Cups. A woman who deserves much love, but can be swept away by romantic dreams, especially on Valentine's Day. My ex-husband Nick was romantic at first, before he became a control freak. But this time you have chosen well, because in the future position sits the King of Swords, a good man, more deserving of your love than your ex. Absolutely. Adam's the right choice. We've already started making plans for the future and I'm going to round to his house on Valentine's Day to cook him a lovely supper. I'm happy for you, Heather. But remember, don't get carried away. You must keep your feet on the ground. I'm being sensible. I promise. It's Adam who's been acting rather strange lately. He's obviously got something on his mind. Will the card tell me what it is? Let's see. I'll just turn over the final card. <gasps> it says death! Mo! Does that mean I'm going to die? Oh no! Don't panic. This card doesn't mean death as we understand it. It means that an inescapable change is coming. Maybe Adam will initiate this change. And this change could be a good thing? Absolutely, Heather. Oh, that's all right then. Phew, what a relief. Don't worry. Everything will work out fine. Just wait and see. 
Oh, I give up, Bianca. There are so many wedding dresses online, but I can't find any I like. They're either too plain or completely over the top. Let's try some different websites. The ones you're looking at are probably just too mainstream. I know. Why don't you go vintage? That way, the dress will be unique. Plus, it's way greener than buying new. That's a great idea. What would I do without you? I'm sure you've managed. Look, here's a vintage 1920s dress with lots of small fringes and beading. It's beautiful. Oh, nice. I love those beads. They make the dress hang really well. <laughs> it's quite slinky, though. Won't it make me look fat? You've got to be kidding. I see more fat on a heron. You'll disappear down the plug hole if you lose any more weight. <laughs> oh, it's the stress of organising this wedding. I do like it, though. 1920s, you say? Yeah. Oh, I've got an idea. You could have a 1920s themed wedding. Oh, it was such a stylish era. Filled with flappers dancing the Charleston in smoke-filled clubs. The Roaring Twenties, it was called. I studied it in history. It'd be a wicked theme. Oh, that's a super idea. I've never thought of that. You know, I'm going to order this dress right now and start planning my Roaring Twenties wedding. I could help if you like. Really? Definitely. Think about it. My mum's never going to get married, so I won't be able to help her with all the girly stuff. I'd like to help you instead, if you want. Oh, I do. As of now, you are my official wedding organiser. Oh, you're so much better at these things than me. Let's fix the date for our next shopping trip. Oh, Judy, I'd love to. Right, guys, listen up. I've got you a new lead guitarist to replace Ryan. He couldn't get here today, but you'll be able to meet him soon. Don't we get to audition him, Matt? We have to play with him, not you. I've already auditioned him, Tom. I'm your manager, remember? I can call the shots. What's his name? Do we know him? Has he already got a fan base? Sure does, Sam. His name's Keanu. Named after Keanu Reeves. He's smoking hot. The girls love him, and he's a great guitarist. He's the whole package, and he'll be good for Mabel and the Edge. He certainly sounds promising. I trust Matt to bring a hipster into the band. Keanu? You couldn't make it up. It better not hit on Sam. I'll knock his block off if he does. What are you grumbling about, Mario? You're never happy. I, it would have been nice to have some input, that's all. Oh, come on, Mario. Give the guy a chance. Doesn't look like I've got much choice, does it? Season 7, Episode 11 was written by Helen Cooley and 12, Jean Fairburn. Chantelle was played by Becky Zorati, Fiona, Angie Pike, Alison, Jane McCurcher Kay, Sharon, Vicky Marchant, Heather, Wendy Underwood, Adam, Steve Kay, Trevor, Neil Arthur, Bob, Roger Ems, Dan and Tommy, Pete Warman, Harry, Stuart Smith, Mystic Mole, Lynn Perriment, Bianca, Amelia Billington, Judy, Sonia Anderson, Matt, Mark Cherry, Mario, Tony Irving, and Sam, Chloe Fagan Webb. Post-production engineer, Sue Rodwell-Smith. Sounds at Wavelength Sound Library and freesound.org. Hunsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith, Hunsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.